Hello, and welcome to your consultation session. This is a disclaimer that I am not responsible for the results of my thoughts and advice. Whether good or bad, your life is up to you. Hey guys, and welcome back to the pod. I am so glad you are here today. I am so excited about the upcoming episodes. I have some very dear friends hopping on to guest host, and it will be a glorious time. Um, They're super funny, obviously. I feel like I surround myself with funny, but also wise people, so I'm hoping that we can share that with you. There's more to come on that later. And I'm really excited about today's topic. Um, I'm going to talk about originality. Um, Basically, all the things that you would need to know about that, my outlook on it. And if you have any questions or just like have a topic that you want to hear about, um, follow me on Instagram at at the consultant pod. I plan on starting to use that a little bit more just to connect with you guys, see what you guys are thinking, hear what you guys want to hear, all that fun stuff. So, um, let's get started. Um, basically, there are a lot of podcasts out there, and there is so much to learn from others. I love listening to podcasts. I really do. I listen to them to get throughout the day. Um, sometimes I listen to something that's more educational, and sometimes I listen to something that is more entertaining. Um, and sometimes there is the rare occasion where it's both. And so I, um, I have some recommendations for some really good ones, actually, so definitely want to spread the love on that, but just hit me up. I'd be happy to, to let you know what old Larissa's listening to. And then, um... But, like, have you ever noticed, like, if you are a frequent podcast listener, there are many podcasts about the same topics, um, they, they go over the same things, similar themes, um, f- for instance, like, the true crime documentaries, um, and the, the podcast that goes with them. Those are often about, like, the same exact cases. Do you know how many times I have heard... A different variation of the telling of the Ted Bundy stories um, and the Jeffrey Dahmer and, and things like that. Um, I've heard those stories a million times because I used to be an avid true crime podcaster. However, there was this one time um, whenever I like, okay, let me let me go back a little bit. I um, had to stop listening to the true crime podcasts because I started getting paranoid. I was like, every person is out to murder me. And so I definitely had to take a step back and be like, okay, I got to stop because I'm getting paranoid for no reason. But I actually had a reason this one time. I was in Target and my car had been marked. And then that person that marked my car um, followed me to back to my hotel room. Luckily, I was out of town and I wasn't in my home state at the time. But, yeah, so getting stalked, um, stuff like that, trying to get kidnapped. So that that kind of affirmed my fears that everyone wants to murder me or kidnap me. So I kind of had to, you know, not. Um, but, I mean, if, if that's you, if you love listening to true crime and you're like, it just relieves my anxiety. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying we lead very different lives and that is okay. Um, so... Diving into the originality, I want to talk about 
first the def the competition versus comparison. So, um, it is so easy to be competitive for me um, specifically. I don't know if that's relatable to you, but I I have been told many a time that I am a competitive gal, and so um, it I what if that's intimidating or, or not. I've kind of gotten to the point where I just really don't give a fuck. Like, if I intimidate you because I'm competitive, that's fine. But I would like it to be known that I am competitive with myself. Sure. So I, I did play college softball, and I played all the sports growing up. And even whenever I play uh, sand volleyball now or indoor soccer league, yeah, I'm competitive for that duration of that game. Um, versus other people because that's kind of the whole point, you know? But in, you know, my daily life, I am competitive with myself and myself alone. Um, and competition is what you do to make you better. It helps you to win. Comparison is, um, I don't have the exact definition. I'm sure I could Google it. Just really don't want to. But I'm just going to be the you know, the tacky, cheesy old lady that says that comparison is the thief of joy, in my opinion. There is nothing about comparison that turns out to be positive. If you can compare and be positive, I mean, more power to you, but I I would like to know your method to your madness, because that's what that is. That is not normal, that you've, um, <clears throat> you have reached self-actualization, and congratulations. Um, but, um, so back to being competitive, I actually, I think that it's super healthy to be competitive, especially within yourself. Right. And so, um, if, if you're, if it doesn't feel like you are bettering yourself and you are doing something in vain or to spite someone else, that's stemming from comparison, and you need to dive a little bit deeper on that. Um, but competition is just trying to make yourself better, and that is that's what I do. I'm like, okay, I want my in my daily nine to five. How can I make my productivity better? How can I make my um, diet even better? How can I make my fitness even better? What can I be doing to make my life better on the daily. Um, and so I think that that is super, super important to kind of adopt that lifestyle and that mindset. And so with that, that also comes into creativity. Be competitive with yourself and to be more creative, to open that part of your mind and don't compare what other people are doing or how quickly they're doing it or how how good of an artist they are, things like that. Um, because that's you're doing yourself a disservice. So when we think about what it takes to be creative, like I talked about in the last episode, I know we often think, I just don't have anything new to bring to the table. Because we've seen so much art, you know, you're like, well, what else can be done? You hear so many songs you're like, oh my gosh, this is a sound I've never heard before. But, you know, we've been having recorded music for, I mean, probably, I, I don't have the numbers, but probably a hundred years or so. I don't know when the radio came out. I think that's the first time that we did recorded music and 
prior to that? I don't know. Someone let me know. Um, but we, like 100 plus years probably of recorded music. By now, shouldn't we have ran out? We've only got so many chords to work with. We've only got so many words to work with. We probably should have ran out, but we're still finding ways to take something fresh and new. Like think of music that's been remixed, right? Um, but that so thinking I just don't have anything new to bring to the table might be true at first. But it's simply because you are out of practice. And so I want you to think about this analogy um, that I I had came up with to help my late brother Jay. Um, he was having some similar issues before because my family were a bunch of artists. We all love to sing, dance, do the... It's what we do, you know. Um, so I want you to think about bread for a second. And think about how much you love bread. We all do. <laughs> Hell, I'm allergic to bread, and I, I still find a way to eat it. You better believe that just because I be vegan and allergic to everything, I'm not eating good, okay? I found a way to make some damn good bread. Anyway, um, I want you to think about going to the store, and you're going to go buy bread, you know? Um, whenever you walk down the bread aisle, what is it that you see? You see hundreds of variations of the exact same thing. It's all bread at the end of the day. There's different ingredients, different recipes, baked at different things. I mean, there's there's honey wheat, there's sourdough, there's regular wheat, um, there's Wonder Bread, white bread, you know. So there's so many different ways to make bread. And there's also so many different brands. It's not like it's one brand with different variations of the bread. There's like 12 brands of honey wheat bread. They're all the same thing. They're all the exact same price. And you know what? All those brands are doing pretty well. So it, it's similar to your creativity in that if, if you're, it's an art, a drawing or a painting that you're going to do, and you're like, oh, I've seen so many paintings of mountains, but I don't, I don't know how to make it different. Don't make it different. Make it your own, you know? Um, if you have to start by doing a paint-by-number to get you to where you need to go, do it. Um, and, and be competitive about it and that it's, it's going to be beneficial to you. It's going to excel you in life because whenever you take care of your physicality and then your mentality, your everything else is going to excel. And so your mentality is so connected to your creativity. Um, and so to tie that in with competition versus comparison, I want you to look at your current recipe for bread. I want you to see how you can make it your own if it isn't already. I want you to be competitive with yourself, only that you are going to make something fantastic, and even if it's only good to you, you did it. Because listen, like I said a second ago, I am allergic to everything, so I've had to become vegan. Um, and like I said, I eat well. And if my dad says that it's good, it's good, because my dad eats everything not vegan Um, 
But I know that sometimes he'd be lying because it's like it tastes too earthy or it tastes too whatever. Um, because I have gotten so far into eating healthy that I, I don't even like, if it tastes like fried or it tastes like shit <laughs> to me. Like if it's, if, if it's fried, I don't want it. If it doesn't have any color, if it's brown, I don't want it. Um, and so my recipes taste really fucking good to me, but they're going to taste different to people with different taste, right? And so we can't be afraid of that. Um, and then also, this is the time to start the path to perfecting your recipe, right? What, what does your recipe look like for you? How are you going to pass that down to your children, to your, if you don't decide to not have children, to your friends, things like that? And don't compare your bread recipe to the hundreds of the others on the internet. They're all just trying to figure out their own bread recipe too, you know? Um, <clears throat> and I want you to have that courage to compete with yourself um, because... Yesterday, you were afraid to even make the bread. And today, you began the journey to write down the recipe. And then maybe next week, you go and you buy the ingredients. And then the week after that, or, you know, however fresh those ingredients will last, then a few days later, maybe not immediately, you decide to take a crack at it. It doesn't rise properly. It doesn't do this. It doesn't do that. You, you accidentally burnt it or because you forgot to turn the timer on. You can still try again. Um, and every day you're going to grow until you have the best damn recipe that there ever was. Because you know why? Because it is yours. Um, and I just want to to leave you kind of with this today. Um, I know this one's a little bit short, but I just wanted to share this wisdom. Kind of make this a part two to the last one because it very easily ties in. At the end of the day, you are going to be bad at everything that you do. The amount of time that you are bad is completely up to you. Thank you guys for listening today. Um, as always, I have so much fun talking to you guys. Would love to hear back from you guys. Um, so again, follow me on the consultant pod and yeah let's do some interactions let's have some fun with it all right bye